Shalom to all. Today's episode of Yerushalmi Chumasav Tess, and we are starting about the second line with the words Maushiavi Chagiga and Vonsor Sadaf is about halfway through Dalad Amud Bays. And today's Dalad sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Merim Sarabas Biakim Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Yesterday we had learned that a Katan, a Mufla Samachleish, one read before Bar Mitzvah, is able to be Makdish an animal because it's similar to Nadarim that he's allowed to make. Just like he can make a Nether, he can be Makdish an animal, which is a form of a Nether. And this is reserved to Kabbanis like Shlom and Ayla because these one can be neither. He can promise to bring them, as opposed to Kabbanis that are Chiyov, a katan will not be able to be makdish them or bring them because he's a katan and he's not chayv in them. So the Gemara continues asking, Ma'ushiyav is a katan allowed to bring a carbon chagiga, which is brought on Yantif. On one hand, Ma'achashu chayva, since the chayva, maybe he's not able to bring it, maybe. Or since perhaps it's able to be changed or brought as a shlamim, he could bring it. Now, what does that mean he's able to be changed to be brought as a shlamim? And that's if a carbon chagiga is not brought on Yantif, it still could be brought after Yantif and it's just brought as a shlamim. And as we just said, a katan could bring a shlamim, so maybe he would be able to bring a carbon chagiga. We ask another question. Ma'ul Havi Pesach is a katan line to bring a carbon Pesach. On one hand, Ma'achashu Chayva sins a Chayv Loyavi. He's not allowed to bring it because he's not Chayv in it. Oy Ma'achad Arm Rishim and Lakish Rishim Review Dinasiya. Or since Rish Lakish says in the name of Review Dinasiya, maybe Adam Pesach B'Sharim Ma'ashana, a person could bring an animal that was designated as a carbon Pesach the rest of the year. He can bring it throughout the year. Mishanei L'Shem Shlamim, and he just changes it, meaning he brings it with a kavana that's a carbon Shlamim and not a carbon Pesach. So maybe, maybe a child could bring a carbon Pesach. Another question. Ma'ushavi Ma'ashana. Behema. Is he allowed to bring an animal that's Maestro Behema? We know that once a year, a person has to take all the new animals born to him, and every tenth one is brought as Maestro Behema. So is the cut line to bring this Maestro Behema animal? The Gemara answer is Ve'in Yisbarav Meir. If a mayor holds of the following drasha, from all your Maestros, the Pasuk says, Hokshu Maestro Zelazet, all Maestros are compared to each other. And then what would we say? The same way that a child is not allowed to take Maestro or Truma off of grain, so too he's not to bring Maestro Behema. Another question, Maolas is Tamura. What about a katan making an animal a Tamura? Now, what is a Tamura? So Pasuk tells us that if a person has an animal that's Kadosh and is designated as a Karban, he's not allowed to exchange it for another animal. That's what Tamura means, an exchange. He can't say the Kadusha of this animal should be placed on another animal. And if he does, both animals have Kadusha. So the question is, does a katan have the ability to do such a thing? Meaning if he tries to transfer the Kadusha of this animal onto another one, does that accomplish something or not? So the Gemara continues with the same line of reasoning. In Savar of Meir, if of Meir holds, Hokshu Kol Maestro Zelazeh, that all Maestro are compared to each other based off this possibility we just quoted in Komaser Zeichem, so we would say as follows, Kashem She'enim Mevi Maestro Dagon, the same way that he's not allowed to bring Maestro Dagon, meaning he's not allowed to separate Trumas and Maestros, Kach Enim Mevi Maestro Behema, so too he's not allowed to bring Maestro Behema, and Kashem She'enim Mevi Maestro Behema, the same way that he's not allowed to bring Maestro Behema, He's not able to accomplish a Tamura because the Pasuk of Tamura is mentioned by Maestro Behema. Now, if we would stop here, we would only be able to say that a Katan is not able to do a Tamura when we're dealing with Maestro Behema. Because as we just said, the Pasuk of Tamura is said by Maestro Behema. But what about all other animals, all other Karbanos? Maybe a Katan would be able to affect a Tamura. Sigmar continues, This would be like Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon Shimon says, Maestro Behema limit al kol kachim Tamura that from Maestro Behema, we learn to all kachim and all animals in regards to Tamura, not only Maestro Behema, and therefore we would say as follows, Ella, Kishem, She'ena Mevi Maestro Dagon, the same way that a child is not able to bring Maestro Dagon, Kach, Ena Mevi Maestro Behema, so do we can't bring Maestro Behema, and Kishem, She'ena Mevi Maestro Behema, the same way that he can't bring Maestro Behema, Kach, Ena Oso Tamura, so too he can't do a Tamura, and Kishem, She'ena Mevi Maestro Behema, the same way he's not able to accomplish a Tamura when we're dealing with Maestro Behema, Kach, Ena Mevi Maestro Kachem, so too he's not able to affect a Tamura with all Kachem. Continuing to ask regarding Katan, Ma'ushe Chayavin Al Kachav Mbachot, what a person 
shouldn't be chayev in regards to kachim of a katan b'chutz. Heavy shechts that outside the base of mikdash, namely katan designated animal as a carbon, a shlamim, for example. And we know that there's an isra of shchutei chutz. One's not allowed to take an animal designated as a carbon and shecht it outside the base of mikdash. And the question over here is: Let's say a person took this animal that the katan designated and shechted it outside the base of mikdash. Would he be chayev for that? So Kahana Amarkana says in chayav al kachim b'chutz, a person is not chayev for shechting the kachim of a katan outside the base of mikdash. And that's because he holds that this whole designation of the katan in the first place is only midrabanon. Whereas Rabbi Yechon Rosh Hashem Lakish Amrin, both Rabbi Yechon Rosh Lakish say Chayav al Kedushim Machotz. A person is Chayav for shechting the kadshim of a katan outside the base of Mekdash. That's what based on top. The Gemara says Vaadot the Kahana Pliga Rabbi Yisi. That's a proper girsa. Rabbi Yisi, not Rabbi Yehuda. What Kahana just said is clearly not like Rabbi Yisi of our Mishnah. Why is that? The proper girsa is to add in Rabbi Yisi Paiter Tivle Dvar Taira. Rabbi Yisi Patros is Tivle Dvar Taira. Rabbi Yisi told us in the Mishnah that a Mufla Samach Leish if he reached Einus Tadarim this stage that he can make Nidarim, so he is able to separate Truma. And we're understanding right now that that's even Midday Raisa. But Tamar Achen, you're saying this over here? Meaning, according to Kahana, what a Katan, Mufla Samach Ish does is only Midra Banan. But according to Abiyasi in our Mishnah, it seems to be that it's Day Raisa. So the Gemara says, no, it's not problematic, even according to Kahana. Kamanda Arame, Lane, Kibal, Lane, it's a Maestress. Kahana would say the Abiyasi holds like the Shita that they accepted Maestress upon themselves, and therefore Maestress only Midra Banan. Namely, after Gaul's Bavel, once they came back to Israel to rebuild the second base of Mikdash, they accepted upon themselves the of taking off Miser, but it's only Midrabanon and not Midairaisa. And on to brand new halacha, halacha bays. The Mishnah says, Ain tarmin shemen, No taking truma off from olives for oil or from grapes onto wine. These two foods are on two different stages of processing, and therefore he's not allowed to take olives and say this is truma for oil, or take grapes and say this is truma for wine. Now, Vim Tarmu, if a person did take truma off like this, what's its status? So Beshamay and Beshamay says, Trumas Atzman Bahen. Their truma is in themselves. Ubesel and Beshamay says, ain't truma some truma, the truma is not truma. Now what's this machlux Beisham Beisham So Beisham holds that even though the truma of the olives onto the oil didn't work for the oil, and the oil is still considered like it doesn't have truma taken off for it, but these olives themselves that he designated as truma are considered to be truma for themselves. Let's say for example he separated a whole bucket of olives for this olive oil. Since he intends for these olives to be truma, so it means some of these olives are truma for themselves. And now there's a big problem according to Beisham because we have a bucket of olives, so much are truma, some which aren't, and they're all mixed up with each other. Whereas Basil says that this truma is not valid whatsoever, not for the oil, and not for this bucket of olives themselves. Now the Gemara asks, Taman Tanin over there we learned in the Mishnah, which is later on in the Masechta, One's allowed to take of truma from something that its processing is already finished, that's what nigmar malachtoi is, onto something that's processing wasn't finished yet, and vice versa. However, if he does do so, his truma is valid. And here's the question, and over here you're saying this, our Mishnah says very clearly, both according to Beisham and Hillel, that when he takes truma off from these olives for the oil or from the grapes for the wine, it's not considered valid truma for the wine or for the oil. And this Mishnah that we just quoted tells us that he shouldn't do so, but if he did do so, then at least be the evident worked. So Rabbi answered the Rabbi Yechanan, Mipnei Gezal HaShevet. Our Mishnah is only saying that he's not allowed to do so because of Gezal HaShevet. And we explained, Ma'u Mipnei Gezal HaShevet. What does that mean because of Gezal HaShevet? The answer is, Amr Chananya says, because of the Tircha, the difficult work that's going to have to go into it. Meaning, the reason why our mission is saying that we're not allowed to take off truma from olives for oil is simply because of the tircha of the kayin. When he gives the kayin these olives, now the kayin's going to have to go through the whole challenge and mission of crushing these olives into oil. And that's why we're saying that he shouldn't do so. 
But if he did so, it's okay. Now the mashmaris from that is that we're only talking about olives and grapes. But with other things, it's not a problem. However, the Gemara asks, I got smachah. Think about it for yourself. What about a stalk of rice? Meaning, let's say a person has a whole bunch of rice and he has stalks of rice, meaning the processing hasn't finished. Why should he be allowed to separate a stalk of rice for truma and give that to the kain? Now the kain's going to have to be toireach to do so. So the answer is that's not a problem because it's easy and simple for a person to crush something very small. If all he's doing is giving one stalk of rice to the kain, and that means that the kain has to do this minimal work of crushing it to get the rice out of the stalk, that's not a problem. That's not considered a tircha for the kain. However, the Gemara is asking, think about it for yourself. Let's say he gives him many stalks of rice, and now the kain's going to have to crush them. Based off your answer, it seems to be that the only problem would be giving him olives or grapes, but other things not. And the question is, why not? He has to go through this tircha of crushing all these stalks of rice. The Gemara says, you're right. This is a question on Reb Chananya, and we don't have an answer to it. We're going to stop for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow continue to discuss this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.